0: Before we start this episode, I'd just like to give an apology. For the last episode, um, I said I was going to have a lot of content out and of course if you follow me on social media, none of that content ended up coming out. My explanation for that, I ended up cutting my thumb which resulted in me getting two stitches and losing a lot of blood. So because of that, I was basically bedridden all of last week so I got nothing done. I wasn't even able to stream. So I do apologize for that. I'm going to try to get everything that I said I was going to get out on the last episode out this week. So do keep an eye on my social medias for all that. And also before we start this episode, I'd like to give a trigger warning. We are going to be talking a lot of sensitive information and a lot of sensitive subjects about LGBT community and just my struggles with uh, coming out. So if you are sensitive to that information, and uh or vulgar language for that matter um this is your one and only warning do turn away before i we get going so with saying that enjoy the episode it's really personal and special to me and let's get going welcome to episode seven of where is my mind A deep dive into curtis rich i am mccoy's curtis rich aka ontario gumby aka the clay boy and we're going to get right into it. But first, I'm going to say this again. This episode comes with a trigger warning. If you are sensitive to vulgar language and subjects on the LGBT community, click away now. We're going to be getting deep in and straight into it. Um, this is an episode about my trials and tribulations coming out. As a pansexual, and the reason that sparked this episode was I have had quite a few individuals, mainly from Brandon Caulfield's Patreon's chat on Instagram called the Acolytes of Albright, have come to me with either personal problems or friends that they know or even family members about just anything to do with the LGBT community or just th- coming out in general. So I figured. Why not do an episode about my experiences going through that. So then maybe I can help someone else going through it. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn. This is going to be a long one. And we're going to go all the way back to when I was 12 years old. So of course, 12 years old, fresh into puberty. um, Figuring out who I am looking at porn and masturbating furiously uh i was a very hyper sexual active kid and um you'll kind of see what the evolution of that and why um so around this time i was really confused i didn't know who i was what I, what i liked what i didn't like and it didn't help that i had neighbors next door both a boy and a girl that i was attracted to and I didn't know how to feel about that, because of course, I grew up in a Catholic family now, my family's always been loving, and I knew my family would be supportive if I say it came out around that time but twelve year old me is thinking, "Oh, um, this is wrong i shouldn't I shouldn't have these kind of feelings and everything like." Just that really stupid religious mentality on that, and I'm not trying to offend anyone if you're religious, but like I just don't like that religion makes being gay wrong or ha- paints that in that light. But that's for a whole other thing. That's not what this is about. Um, so having two neighbors that I'm attracted to and I hang out with a lot, I'm not. That didn't help. Didn't also help that. I went swimming with them a lot, and I've seen them both naked. So um, I would always see them naked, and then you know I, would, as a as a young teenager, I'd I'd jerk off furiously to just seeing that. I would like uh, go home. not not in front of them. Like I'm not a fucking deviant, but you know, like I go home, whatever. But so this is starting straight into high school, so I'm. I'm conflicted, but I'm thinking at the same time because of the whole religious background and everything, it's wrong. So I get into my high school, and my high school was Patrick Fogarty Secondary Catholic High School. Um, Every day I would see more or less jocks beating up any member of the LGBT community or gay kids or anything. Uh, The word fag... um, would be tossed around a lot and any kid that would be deemed a faggot would be stuffed into lockers or would be beat up in the smoking section or just wherever. Basically any LGBT kid would be easy pickings for the jocks and all the, all the bullies and everything. So I had to basically walk on eggshells because I, here is me 12, 13 years old and I'm a confused little gay, ki- like pansexual kid. And I don't know. <laughs> I can't even say, I was going to say gay kid. No, I, I was a pansexual kid, but I didn't know the word pansexual at the time. So I was still at this time trying to figure out who I was because I knew I liked boys and I liked girls, but am I bisexual or I didn't, e- I didn't even know the terminology back then. So um I always just thought, and because my religion made me, think that it was either you're either straight or you're gay there's no other things so of course over time this is like shit like 2008 2009 so the mentality back then was a lot different for this uh but my school definitely didn't help because yeah like I said gay kids were beat up by the jocks or stuffed in lockers the word fag was put out a lot and it was used in a negative light so um if you were deemed a faggot you were beat up and bullied by every single kid that could would take a shot at that so i didn't have many friends because i the way i dressed and everything like my pants would sag low and like this just the overall way i would dress like uh, i would look straight but i would do not the most straight thing so so like you would you would question it But I had such a good poker face that, um, because I always felt like I was walking on eggshells trying to hide it, that I just got really good at hiding it. But the school, like I said, just didn't help with that kind of mentality because there was, like I said, gay kids getting beat up by jocks and stuffed in lockers and the smoking section, like kids getting yelled at, called fags and just how triggering it was to kids like myself. And I just felt like I needed to hide in order to just avoid all that. I like just for preference, I was already dealing with bullying enough and I was just because I didn't know how to talk till I was six. And because I didn't know how to, how to talk till I was six p- kids kind of used that as a way for cannon fire to make fun of me. Um, kids are just shit um so but i just remember like the school didn't even have a gsa while the other schools in the region had a gsa and had support for those communities but my school was just so stuck in 1992 that it's just we didn't even have a gsa and our our student council was just trying to push for things like football which we never got by the way we got rugby but we never got football and they always just push football and just sports and just all this but like there was like a community of gay kids and just lgbt kids in this school that weren't getting help by not only the faculty but they didn't even have a group to go in to be with each other to mingle so it's just like what were kids like myself supposed to do we basically couldn't do anything and that's why um, I didn't really hang out around my school a lot. A lot of my friends were actually in the other school about like 20 minutes down the road. And I would always like at the end of my day or halfway through my day, I would either skip class or I would uh, straight up just like right during my lunch, I would just go down for 10 minutes just to go hang out with them because that's where my friends were. I felt like that school was just so much better. Like, yeah, that school didn't really have a better better teachers or like better support system for like learning and everything. But they were just so much more supportive for LGBT and just kids like myself that I just felt like I would have had a better high school experience over there. So my school is just Catholic in almost every sense and it's disgusts me still to this day. So, and in a way, because of having to pretend to be straight, I kind of became like that because uh, just the mentality of that school and how much it broke me and just all the bullying and everything. um, And over the years, it just, I wasn't doing the best of job with it, but I always just kept getting away with it. And I feel like with doing that playing a poker face so like, like they always say like you either die a hero or become or be a hero long enough to see yourself become the villain and that's kind of in a sense what happened i became something i wasn't and um right after high school uh i kept surrounding myself with more and more negative energy, and just friends that were still acting the same, still using the F word, and just that didn't help. And that kind of carried forward onto my life because I was living a fake life. Um, that's kind of how my life turned into. So uh, I flunked college, and while I was in college, um, my then girlfriend at the time cheated on me and not only did she cheat on me she got pregnant and that's how I found out um and just yeah just all the shit that I just went through through high school in college and I ended up flunking college because one of my teachers didn't <laughs> grade my final essay my final um art piece so that that was that was fun um so just all these things just kind of made me go into a depressive loop And I became... More or less of an asshole. Um, I wasn't really proud... I'm I'm still not really proud of the person that I was... And became at that point. So... um, I remember at that point... And this was around 2012. is when I started doing... Toronto Gumby. Or Ontario Gumby as it is now. Uh, And... I did that as a sense, not only to deal with all my mental issues, but just to kind of turn off everything. When I became Gumby, I was able to just ignore all my problems. And in a sense, it was kind of like I was dressing up to be the person, not only that I became, but the person that I wanted to be. And that was kind of a struggle that uh, from 18, 19 years old till 23, trying to figure it all out. So, yeah, doing my Gumby thing, being depressed, still not being a great person to other people. But that's just because of what all the shit that I was going through at the time. I unfortunately was taking it out on a few individuals. That I have repented for. Um, and I'll get more into that a little bit later. Um, but we'll we'll flash forward to when I was 23. So all right, before we get into my stories of when I was 23, I want to give a quick announcement that I now have a website. So if you go to claystore.net... It is your number one stop for everything that I do. So you'll get feeds on my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram, my Discord, everything that, and all the projects that I do on YouTube, Twitch, and, of course, Where Is My Mind? And, of course, if you want to get some merchandise, there's also a page for that as well. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there, so you can check that all out, claystore.net. And now, let's get back to the podcast. So, we're 23 years old, uh, and we're still a virgin, by the way, because due to my mental and physical things that were going on with me, I just never, I never lost my virginity at the, by that time. So, around my birthday, I finally had sex with my girlfriend at that time, and it, we were dating for about a month, um, and of course, I was not good, <laughs> but I swear... Y- y- you're never good on your first time. Anyone that tells me they were first, they were good their first time is full of crap. Um, but that made me more conflicted because then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm I'm straight. I just did it with a female. Um, so I guess that settles it. So I dated her for about 4 months and what ended that relationship was I ended up getting raped. Um, I'm not going to really go into much detail on that. Uh, It involved a knife and it involved a lot of force. And after that happened, she broke up with me over Facebook. And I ended up going celibate for two years. So I didn't even touch myself. Um, I just didn't want anyone to touch me. And then once again, uh, that brings up the confliction because it was just like, well, do I even want to do anything with females anymore? Because it's just like, after that happened is like, can I even trust another female again? Can I even trust a male? Can I trust anyone? And, um, I, it took me about two years to really figure that all out and really get over that, um. I don't think I really ever got fully over it. I'm just over it to the point I'm able to talk about it. Uh, but when I turned 25, I was at a convention, and I had dabbled this a little bit onto my origin story. So if you want to go and get a little bit more detail into my, um, this, you can go to my origins episode to listen to that. But, um, or less this is when i first had my actual true gay experience but uh i was at enemy north and i'm doing my gumby thing uh and i'm at the rave and i'm drunk and i'm high on mushrooms and weed and i'm just uh, i'm just having a good time so it's about like four hours after the rave and that rave i'm still gonna like i'm still gonna goddamn like rant about this what kind of rave ends at 2 a.m Like, you guys should be going all throughout the goddamn night. And it ends at 2 a.m. every single time. So, of course, I'm not ready to finish partying. And neither are I my friends. So, we go over to one of the hotels that are having an after-rave party. Because after the rave, there's a whole bunch of ravers that start their own raves. Because who who goes to bed at 2 a.m. after a rave? So, um, we go over to the hotel... And the 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 hotel across the street from the rave, and we were gonna go. We were going inside, and I had a bunch of people with pigeons, like pigeon masks on, and they were all in suits. And they're like, "Hey, Gumby!" And so I am gonna go over there because I am like, anytime says like, "Hey, Gumby!" Like, I am I am gonna be nice, intoxicated or not. I am gonna be nice, and I am gonna go over and interact with someone. But then they said, "Fuck you, Gumby!" and of course, I'm a mushroom, so that's gonna, that, I'm gonna take that completely self because I'm on a high. I'm on a mood heightener. So it's like, it's either gonna, something like that is gonna take me down really, really easily. And uh, I got really depressed when I went inside because I just didn't want to deal with that. And my buddy just, who's just this big black dude, he's just like, um, his name's Cole Rahman or Chris Edwards. And he just gets super pissed. Like I see him go fucking blood red and the thing is, is like he is a former linebacker, so like this guy is like he's fucking huge. Like you don't wanna fuck with Chris. And so he gets extremely mad and he's just like Gumby wait one here one wait one second. He goes out there and I just hear and it's just like Who the fuck fuck yelled at Gumby. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, so like, I hear that. And I just like, that makes me want to go out there and see what the fuck's going on. And I just see my buddy Chris and he's just literally got these guys backed in the corner. Like there was five of them, four of them ran off and he just has the one guy. Cause like his buddies just basically singled them right out. Like, it's just like, it was him. It was him. Cause like, you, you see my buddy, like Chris come up to you. Like he, you're not he's not fucking around so he we he singles out that guy and he's like getting is like why why are you going like that and uh he tells like chris tells me to come over here because we're gonna figure it out and what more or less what happened was there was a group called gumby squad which was a group of gumbies that i ran into two days before and actually at the rave and apparently they messed with these guys the pigeons in the suits during a during a celebrity panel they were trying to fight them so like actual not like jokingly fight but like actually like fist fight like push them out of a chair like just trying to start shit and like like come on you don't you don't do that at conventions especially let alone at a panel like take it the fuck outside so they show me the footage like they they actually have it on their camera like one of them were was filming what was going on and yeah the, so we we figured it out and I was just like I'm not any I don't I I have nothing to do with any of them and if I knew any of this was going on I would have disassociated myself with those guys and I in fact would have said something to those guys if I knew any of this shit happened. So he felt really bad because I didn't I wasn't with them and I had nothing to do with that. So he like he puts on his pigeons and mask and he's just like, Gumby, come over here. Like give me a hug. So like guys, I uh, again, I'm on I'm on a emotion heightener, so like I I'm either gonna like so my emotions are susceptible because I'm on mushrooms. So I go in for a hug and he ends up pulling me by my shirt and giving me a kiss through his mask. And like, I can feel him actually kissing me through his mask. And uh, yeah, that kind of turned me on a little bit. <laughs> um, so I was a little into that. Um, I pulled him away. So like, I actually did push him away a little bit. And I did say thank you for that. But um, my buddy Chris noticed. And he's like hey dude. um, You looked a little into that. I just remember grabbing his vodka bottle. And I'm just like yeah. And I just chugged his bottle. And I went to the rave after. And we didn't speak anything else. After that. Um, So yeah. That was kind of like the first time. I kind of took the plunge. If you will. Um, Not. To my will, uh, uh, I was kind of forced into that kind of situation, but I ended up just going with it, and that made me more conflicted. So I'm just thinking, after that convention, I took a deep look in my mirror, and I'm like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with where I am in my life. I'm not happy sexually. I'm not happy with anything. So I kind of like came out. I was just like okay. So I want to come out. But I don't know how. I'm going to do this. And it's because I've been playing. This straight poker face. For years. So I remember we were going. To Han Island. For my friend's Mm. birthday. Which if you don't know what Han Island is. Or. More so was because now it's underwater. It was a. Essentially it was a nudist island. So it had like a nudist beach. But everyone was able to like. For the most part walk around butt ass naked. So I saw like dudes and girls. And just hot ass everywhere. And uh, But I remember before we went over there. My buddy and one of my closest friends. Ended up uh, coming out as a pansexual. And he didn't exactly explain what it was, but he was just more or less just saying that he liked girls and guys, but he had more of a preference for girls over guys. Um, So I didn't really think about that too much, but I'm like, oh shit, did my buddy, my buddy just came out and that kind of like changed my whole mentality is like, huh, so maybe my friends are a little bit more accepting than I thought they were. And the only reason why I didn't think they were accepting was because they were a part of the whole um, ripping with fags and just saying all the the words and like that kind of shit. But I mean, like we all grow up. We all we all learn and grow as people. And so that kind of just made me think it's like, huh, maybe the mentality is kind of changing a little bit. So that made me think of more about coming out and just trying to piece the words together and just everything. So I remember at the time I was working at a burrito boys and I gained a really good friendship with a coworker and she and her girlfriend would be working together and we would always like always chit-chat like she was really awesome and i still consider her a really good friend to this day but um i remember she was having a conversation and she was talking about of course pansexuality because she was a pansexual as well and she was talking about it's like so i'm a pansexual i i i for me it's hearts not parts and i look at the soul and the beauty of the person and not the body or the gender And I remember hearing that and that just clicked with me. And I remember telling her and I'm like, I'm actually a pansexual too. And I remember that just being a blurt because I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't that. That was the furthest thing that crossed my mind. But that just came out. And she just looked at me and she's like, that's why I think I get along with you. (laughs) And i remember pulling her to the back and i said uh and i actually started tearing up because i'm like i think i just came out to you (laughs) and i remember i was actually going to hang out with my buddy that i mentioned earlier who came out on high like when at my buddy's birthday and he was telling me hey what's up like you still want to hang out i'm like hey dude um yeah, like I was so want to hang out. It was just kind of a big day. I. Something big happened, and he's like, Yo, what's up? And I told him that I came out, and I remember we had a bro heart to heart all night about just like. Just being holy shit. And I just remember. I remember coming out to all my friends first, and. It being a shock to some, not a shock to others. It was a big shock to my best friend, Chris. And I remember he told me after our conversation, he actually went to his wife and he's like, holy shit, I can't believe that just happened. But I even remember going to some of my friends that were extremely homophobic at one point and they were even super supportive too. So I really only had a few friends that I was really close to who weren't exactly um, thrilled about that. Now one of them ended up coming back to me a few years later and we completely mend and we actually had a heart to heart and were closer than ever but there was another friend and I'm not going to name names here but we are no longer friends and it's because of his mentality on something that doesn't even affect him that he can't just get over. So um and there's quite a few people that I had acquaintances that were like that. There's just some people just can't get over the fact that something that doesn't affect them and they have that has nothing to do with them. But it bugs them enough that they have to say something and show ignorance. And ignorance is lack of understanding. Most of the time, they're doing this because of a lack of understanding. But some people are just completely ignorant. I've dealt with both sides of that pers- of that of that spectrum. <laughs> Trying to piece the words. Um, so even after coming out, I still deal with my struggles, like holding my fiance's hand. We still we still get yelled at. From time to time, from ignorant people, um, and then of course, if you've been listening to me on previous podcasts or even my Patreon or my Twitch, you heard me complain about the rallies lately from the Barry Freedom Rally, where they were actually starting to hate on LGBT. Which, thank you, uh, the city of Barry, for rallying together and just. Making them go away. But I remember when that was happening. And like some people will just tell me. It's like oh it was just a chalk. It's just like oh. They just wrote over chalk. But it wasn't, it wasn't the chalk. It was the message behind it. The ignorance. And the lack of understanding. And the care. To understand. Is what. I had a problem with. You know, and it's like, I just don't get it. And I don't think I'm ever going to get it. And I feel like it's always going to be a struggle that I deal with on a constant basis. I I feel like that's going to be a struggle that everyone on the LGBT spectrum will deal with for the rest of their lives. And it's because of people like that and then the people who just turn a blind eye to it all right before we get to the conclusion of the podcast I just like to give a quick ad spot to offend t city t-shirts so if you guys go to offend t dash city dot launchcart dot store slash shop and check out with the coupon code gumby that's capital g gumby To receive 10% off of your entire first order. And of course if you want to get Where Is My Mind merchandise. You can get so at claystore.net. And uh, before I throw it back off. I want to give a quick shout out to Brandon Caulfield. Uncle Bobby B and Brian Cannon. Thank you guys so much for supporting me on Patreon. Guys if you want to support me and get this podcast plug free ad free whatever you can do so on patreon.com slash curtis rich and of course enjoy the rest of the podcast like it just bugs me and then you have like stupid shit like last year the entire simcoe muskoka school board trying to get all their students to sign waivers essentially telling them you cannot be gay in our schools And it took the government stepping in telling them that LGBTQ rights come before your religious rights and this is wrong. And it shouldn't have even had to come down to that. So because of shit like that I just took it upon myself to use my Gumby thing as being a representative and anytime I have someone coming to me asking for advice or just coming to me should just come out. I'm always there to support because I never had that for myself. And I mean, who else is going to do it? The schools aren't doing it. And that and that's that's the most criminal part. Is the schools should be teaching the shit. The the mentality this is no longer 1998. The spectrum has changed. The mentality has changed. We should be teaching kids to no longer be ignorant. This is very simple things that we could be teaching. We could be teaching that, hey, kids feel differently. Some kids don't feel like the gender that they were born with. Some kids like the same gender that they like that they were born with. They like this is the kind of shit that should be teached in schools and should be taught that it's okay. And the fact that it is not is a joke. And I'm glad kids nowadays are having an easier time and more avenues and ways that they can have the strength to be themselves and come out to their parents or their friends or their loved ones or whoever. Because schools like Patrick Fogarty Secondary High School and the people that run it they're not helping because ignorance stems from a lack of understanding and the lack of understanding comes directly from the people who are not teaching it. And I don't know if that is a failure on the Simcoe Muskoka School Board the school or just our government in general, but that is why I will always be a public representative of the LGBTQ plus community. No matter how many times you wanna like, how many different asterisks did you wanna add to that? It's the the mentality the the message stays the same. And I'm gonna help anyone that comes to me with either a question or. A concern or just anything that deals with it. Because people like myself... ...need to break that mentality of ignorance. Because if, if, if we don't, then who will? Because <laughs> cause, uh, our authority... Role models like our teachers and our even our own governments refuse to even do that. Something just as simple as that. But I'm not a teacher. I'm not a government representative. I don't. I don't run this country. I'm just. I'm just a guy on a microphone in a goddamn gumby costume. I'm gumby, damn it. But if you got anything from this, um, please like, let me know. Like, message me your struggles, your just any anything that you're going through, or if you need an ear, just know that my mess, my my DMs are always open for that. I always like to help, and like I said, I'm always a uh, public representative for this stuff. So, um, just know that. If you struggle with your sexuality, your gender, or just anything of that matter. Just know that you are loved. And that the people who love you the most, and I mean really love you the most. Will be there for you no matter what. that's uh that's 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 pretty much more or less my um my story there so yeah just love yourself and again if you struggle at all and you need an ear or you need advice or anything just know that my social media's twitter facebook instagram They're always open. I'm not always the greatest to get back to a message right away. So if I don't get back to you right away, please don't get offended by that. But my messages, my DMs, everything is always open for people who are struggling or need advice. Um, Don't be afraid to reach out and reach out to people that love you and that you love the most. I'm gonna end this right now. I'm getting a little bit ranty. Um, like I said at the start, uh, a lot of my lot of content coming. I'm gonna get try to get it all done this week. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to shoot the interview with Cold Brahman this week as well so we can get that up for next week. Um, yeah, no, um, this was a really, really, really awesome awesome podcast to actually record I really enjoyed doing this so um if you're listening to this on the patreon do comment on more subjects that you want me to tackle in the future for this podcast and as well uh let me know your struggles or anyone else that you know personally is struggling with and uh let's start a conversation with this um And of course, if you're not following me on my social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch are all Ontario Gumby. Uh, My Patreon is patreon.com slash Curtis Rich. You can get this podcast ad free, plug free, and 48 hours early, plus all my content early and exclusive content all on there. I have a merch store, streamlabs.com slash gumby one slash merch. If you want to get yourself a Where Is My Mind podcast t-shirt and as well as an Ontario Gumby t-shirt, you can find those on that. And of course, the podcast that you're listening to now, Where Is My Mind to Deep Dive into Curtis Rich, is available on Google Podcasts and Spotify. And of course, on Anchor FM slash Curtis Dash Rich. So that's it for this episode. Of course, I want to thank my Patreons, Brandon Caulfield, Uncle Bobby B, and Brian Cannon. Thank you guys so much for helping me do what I do. I will see you all next week. And of course, keep an eye on the social media for all the stuff that's going on with me. And of course, as always, stay flexible in your health, your life, and everything that you do. You have a good day, good night, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Stay flexible.